Hey there, this is AB, and this is the Talk About God podcast. Oh my goodness, so I met, which I've met, it's so funny, the thing, the surface level conversations we have with each other. Um, so I work with a girl who I've worked with for, I mean, I don't know, a few months now. Um, we've talked multiple different times. I know things like how in love she is with her boyfriend and all of these things. Um, but I just found out today that she's a, she's, she's Jewish. Like, and I'm talking Jew, Jewish, 400 years worth of genealogy, Jewish, which is awesome. So naturally my inquisitive little self, because, um, I know that while she doesn't feel like we have anything in common, I know that my Lord and Savior was Jewish. And so I get excited, right? Just naturally like, oh, this is great. I've got somebody's brain I can pick. And so when I started like asking questions and I was like, you know, obviously I'm, you know, a Jesus lover. Um, so, you know, are you just straight Orthodox Jew? Are you, you know, where do you fall? Messianic Jew? Um, because all of my research that I've done after finally, finally finishing the Old Testament, every word for the first time in my life. I'm so excited, guys. Anyway, um, everything I have learned is that Messianic Jews are Jews that were Orthodox or a little bit non-traditional who have accepted Christ as the Messiah. So they believe that they're, they're Jews, they're still Jewish, but they believe that the Messiah has already come. So they're not really Christians because they still hold on to their Jewish heritage. And so they, they're Messianic Jews, which I think is super cool. Um, which I think is probably why we get ourselves in trouble as Christians with um, Jewish folk, I guess. I don't know what the, out there because what they see possibly, and this is just me kind of taking it from an outside perspective, but they see how inquisitive I am about it, how much I love their rich heritage and their culture and their, um, you know, the history and all of the holidays and all of the rituals, literally rituals to it. And, you know, it's, it's that moment when I kind of feel like a little jealous, right? Because I'm a Gentile. I was born a Gentile. I don't have these awesome things in family history that I can hold on to. I don't know who, you know, some of my grandparents even are. And so the concept to me is so amazing. And so I get I guess possibly overwhelmingly over, I guess overzealous. We could probably use that here. Um, and there are things like, uh, you know, there's a mezuzah, which I find so interesting where they put the mezuzah on their doorpost and you know, it, it had the words from the Torah in it and it was to remind you to take his word with you, whether you come or you go in or out, you know, whatever. It was just a beautiful, it's beautiful. They have beautiful ways to honor our God, same God that I worship, 
right? We worship the same God. Difference is, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe that He is the Messiah. He is the Christ. He is my Lord and Savior. Um, and so, of course, naturally, I also believe in the Holy Trinity. So, I also believe that the Holy Spirit um, is very active now um, and things like that. So, anyway, sorry, random tangent off on a side path. Anyway, so I get very excited because I have not personally been around someone who was completely open about being Jewish since I was a very small child. Now, mind you, when I was a very small child, I wasn't really interested, right? I, I just thought, oh, that was cool. Like they gave me a dreidel for Christmas because um, it was around Christmas when I went and they, they invited me into their home. They were so sweet. It was beautiful. Um, so I didn't really get any of it. Right. And I didn't ask questions. So now I want to ask questions. I've got lots of questions. Right. So when I ask, you know, where do you fall in? Messianic, Orthodox, just, you know, more of a non-traditional, like where do you fall? Um, apparently their family is very Orthodox, very Orthodox Jew, which just in, from what my understanding of it is, is that they follow the law to the T. They eat kosher, they observe Sabbath or, you know, Shabbat, they, um, they, all of it, the holidays, everything. They are very, very serious about it which I think is beautiful, of course. Um, obviously, I have the whole you missed out on Jesus thing, which is a really big deal from my perspective because I believe that the only way to the Father is through the Son. The only Son is Jesus Christ. And so now I am, of course, actively praying <laughs> that I can somehow show them Jesus in a tangible way um, that would not necessarily, I'm not, I don't know how to put it in a way that makes sense, but I want her saved. I want her family saved. I want them all saved. I don't want them to give up their heritage or their history because I find it to be beautiful. And I think that it's wonderful. But at the same time, I don't want anyone burning in hell for any reason, like not interested. So it was the whole response of, well, my family is very, very orthodox. However, I am a social Jew. And I've never heard this terminology before, personally. So it threw me for a loop. <laughs> I legit had to have it repeated. Because I just, I, I don't, it doesn't compute. And so she, she went on to explain that basically she's, she is, she observes the holidays and she only eats kosher with her family and she prays and that her praying is what makes her Jewish and um, her boyfriend is Catholic which is a very interesting mixture um, I really hope that they get to have deep conversations um, but it's just it was one of those things that, like, I just went, huh. And then my brain started spinning, right, with all kinds of follow-up questions. Because, like, 
what causes you to not be orthodox anymore? Was it just, you know, frustrating? Was it just, you know, too difficult? Because I know eating kosher is not the easiest. Um, it's also more expensive. Like, was it a financial thing? Like what, because at the same time, again, I'm Christian. I follow Jesus. It's not what you put in, but what comes out, right? It's the words that come out of your mouth are, are what's unclean because the tongue is evil and it speaks from the heart. And so we all get this in our head that we should, Oh, just be, you know what? Be true to yourself. Whatever you feel, just speak from the heart and like, no, just don't <laughs> really don't because your tongue is deceitful and it's evil and it's all kinds of things, but it's not a matter of what you put in. You can eat anything you want. It's what comes out that matters. Um, and that's actually in the book of Matthew. So I can't tell you what verse it is exactly, but I promise you it's in there. Look it up. Um, but for me personally, I don't need to convert her. Like, I just want to make that clear. My goal is not, I mean, don't get me wrong. I want her saved. I would love for her to be saved. But at the end of the day, I know that Jesus is the only one that can save. I can't do it. It's not, it's not up to me. All I can do is be her friend, talk to her, share life with her, pick her brain about why she feels the way she feels about certain things, get her input on her perspective, learn about her culture because hello, Jewish culture. I mean, come on. Um, probably overwhelmingly offend her when I tell her how unbelievably, like, oh, how much I love it and how much I would love, like, I don't know. I, I like for years wanted to be Jewish so badly, like really, really hoped that I was going to get, um, you know, the 23 and me or, or whatever test back and, and it come back saying I was Jewish. I like, I was so hopeful and there's not a drop of Jewish blood in me. I am wholeheartedly a Gentile through and through. And it's okay because Jesus still loves me. And we are called as Christians to love one another. Oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to drive. Like there's a bag of open cat food sitting up in the back seat, back of my car, which there is welcome to camper living. And so I was trying to not hit my brakes and I am notorious for hitting my brakes at stoplights like a crazy person. And sure enough, down goes the cat food bag. So there you are. Sorry. Anyway, so I just want to be able to have a conversation that poses questions that maybe gets the wheels turning. If not, that's fine too. I just like having conversations with people, whether they agree with me or not. Again, it goes back to the, we can agree to disagree. I'm totally fine. Um, disagreeing because again, at the end of the day, as much as I don't want anyone going to hell, period, not interested in anyone going there. I don't care who you are. I don't want you there. My own worst enemy. Even my own worst enemy, I still maintain I do not want anyone there.
I just, it's, I don't know. I know what I've been forgiven from. I know how awful I am. So even the most awful person I can think of on this planet and solely in personal opinion, because I don't know their heart, um, you know, I can't, I don't know. I just don't want anyone there. I still have hope that I'm going to see even that person who really has torn me apart. I still hope to see them there. I still hope to see them there in perfection. Um, because if not, I know what the alternative is and it's, it's not good. And that's not to say, please do not think I'm holier than thou and so amazing because I'm not. I can't count how many times I legit prayed for there to be justice, right? And I still, I still would love to have justice this side of heaven. But if I want, if I were to sit there and say that I want eternal justice and I want this to be so far from me and all of these things because of what they did, then I have to turn around and look at what I've done comparing myself to Christ what have I done to him how many times have I you know betrayed him and lied to him and disappointed him and hurt him how many times have I done that more than I can count more than I know I'm sure so on that same token if we're called to be Christ-like then even he on the cross sat there and said, forgive them for they know not what they do. Like, I'm called to forgiveness. Which means I don't want you burning in hell over some stupid mistakes that you made while we were here. That while, yes, may cause us to not be able to have a relationship while we're here, distance does not equal disrespect. Sometimes that's better. But... It doesn't mean I want anybody in hell. Like, geez. Let's not be so melodramatic. But anyway. Same thing applies to everyone who has not accepted Christ. I do not want them in hell. So I have to figure out a gentle way of planting seeds. I have to use the word because that's what plants the seeds. Um, pray that it doesn't fall on deaf ears. Pray that they never feel like I'm preaching at them because I genuinely am not trying to preach. Um, but really, I think that it's going to come through more of, excuse me, more of a conversation. And I mean, let's be honest, what do I love talking about more than God? Like, we already have something in common, right? We both love God, Yahweh. El Shaddai, like, we both love him, so I just happen to also love his son and believe that the Messiah's already come while they disagree, which is totally cool, but I'm so morbidly curious, why do you disagree? Why do you not think that the Messiah's already come? What are you waiting for? What, are there some specific signs you're looking for? Like, what is it? I'm, I'm genuinely morbidly curious for nothing else than to know. And I think that that should be okay. I think that if we were to have more conversations about just 
more or less trying to put your feet in someone else's shoes and trying, like, questioning them in order to help you do that. I don't think that that's a bad thing. I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. I'm wrong all the time, but I don't know. I feel like... I feel like anybody whose faith is worth its weight should be willing on both sides, whether you're a, you know, Messianic Jew, a Orthodox Jew, a Christian, or whatever. If your faith is worth its weight, then you should be able to have a conversation defending why you believe the way you believe and what you think. So, that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) Anyway, please continue to pray for me and the, I'm sure, copious amounts of cat food in my very back of my car now. Um, As always, getting the word, getting the word, getting the word. I have no idea how long it took me to finish the Old Testament. I feel like it was probably twice as long, if not longer, than what it should have been. But regardless, getting the word. God bless.